Hey people, I'm Molly Wood. Welcome to The Dispatch, my weekly report on what's happening in the world of tech and business. Walking down the street, gonna get myself something to eat in that little old restaurant. This week, the world-class restaurants of San Francisco sit mostly empty. Deserted by all but tourists and the unfortunate people without smartphones. All right, I'm exaggerating, but you start thinking that everyone is just sitting at home, happily enjoying dinners that were delivered by one of the unstoppable wave of meal delivery companies that is sweeping the Bay Area. With just a little bit of searching, I found 20 services operating in the Bay Area that will bring you some sort of meal. And that's on top of all the food places that will deliver to you themselves. There's Munchery, Sprig, Gobble, Grubhub, Thistle, Home Chef. They're everywhere. And they're varied. They'll either bring you a meal from a restaurant that doesn't already deliver, they'll bring you something to cook, or bring you something from their own kitchens. I actually made a list over at Marketplace.org if you're interested, and that's just San Francisco. New York or Austin, they've got their own list. The point is, these services just keep coming. Amazon's the latest. It launched meal delivery to San Francisco through its Prime Now service, which is a standalone app. And some people might have argued that maybe this market was saturated. But apparently Amazon and Uber with Uber Eats are thinking, nope, it just needs to be dominated by one unstoppable force. Maybe that's true. In the short term, it's an extravaganza, as long as you can afford it. You can get organic meals. You can get, of course, anything from any restaurant, anytime. You can get complicated meal kits where you cook them yourselves. You can get super easy, fast meal kits that are great for parents. And of course, you can get meals for dieting. When I was in New Orleans recently, I talked to celebrity chef Rocco Despirito. He hosts Restaurant Divided on the Food Network. And these days, he's trying to become a food delivery startup CEO. He's working on what he calls a bespoke food service that will bring you diet meals. Because, he says, If we, as a country, weighed what we weighed in 1970, we'd use 300 million less gallons of jet fuel every year. Imagine what that costs our country. Save the jet fuel. Despirito's plan is to create this custom diet, and then you can get the food delivered to your house as soon as he can make it even remotely affordable. Uh, it's, it's an expensive plan right now because we haven't scaled. The minute we have funded and can scale, it'll be a less expensive plan. Uh, but th there was a very inexpensive plan that um, had so much demand I, I couldn't execute. So, Ladies and gentlemen, Rocco Despirito, straight from the tech CEO phrasebook. If you want to get a sense of what it costs to be a bespoke eater, by the way, you can currently order a protein shake a day for $300 a month from Rocco's site. But scaling, cost, and execution are still no joke at all. The financials of delivery have been a problem ever since WebBubble 1.0. And that's got me thinking, what if the dubious finances of scaling and executing also drive down the quality of the services? Then that hurts the growth at both ends. And at the other end of these efforts, there's me, the consumer. I am a total Bay Area delivery guinea pig here. I subscribe to the $100 a year Instacart package and I have for over a year. Plus, I use Postmates to get food delivered in my apparently remote Oakland Hills location. And I just started getting Gobble, which is a meal kit service where the recipes supposedly take 10 minutes. I did that partly because my Postmates habit was getting a little out of hand. I get six meals a week from Gobble, three nights of dinner for me and my son. It's still about 70 bucks a week, but it does cut way down on my Instacart shopping. But I can already tell that my life won't be this convenient forever. 
Some of these businesses are visibly showing the strain. Instacart, for example, just cut its driver salaries by over 60%. And I don't know if it's related, but the last two or three times I've gotten deliveries, I've gotten sloppier shopping. Moldy grapes, random replacements. Last time there were so many missing items, I actually thought they forgot a bag. And for that, I pay 100 bucks a year plus a tip. And I feel like the tips need to get bigger because the drivers are making so much less. And Postmates, once the novelty wore off, I'm not Bay Area rich enough to keep paying 7 or 10 or 20 bucks a pop for delivery. Plus, let's be honest, most restaurant food isn't really designed for takeout. It's lukewarm and soggy, but at least it's gourmet. And I'm clearly not the only one feeling that way. So Postmates has launched that new Plus service where it costs 10 bucks a month and you can get 4 bucks flat rate delivery for certain restaurants. Right, that's the problem. In my neighborhood, there are only five places included in Plus, and one is a deli and two are ice cream shops. So I'm not doing that. Failure is always the best way to Because convenience gets inconvenient in a hurry when it doesn't work. And these services depend on a consistent experience that is really hard to sustain and grow. I asked Instacart and Postmates both what they're doing to ensure quality. Postmates didn't respond, but Instacart said it hasn't seen a drop in customer satisfaction, but it will, quote, continue to monitor this closely as we grow. Hopefully, we won't just be left with Amazon and Uber Eats. Although, if that's what happens, they'll probably work fine. In the meantime, I gotta go, you guys. I have a gobble meal in the fridge, and it's gonna go bad if I don't make it before the three new dinners show up tomorrow. Talk about on demand. We're having Persian chicken with stewed legumes and green herbed rice, and it is ready. That's it for this week, everybody. Talk soon. Let's eat. <laughs>